Why, hello. Today's podcast is going to be a great one with driver Nathan Meske from the Sports Car Club of Rockford and Madison Sports Car Club. This broadcast is brought to you by Inside Open Wheel Podcast. Catch the most in-depth professional open wheel racing podcast around. The Inside Open Wheel team, which consists of host Jeremy Scott and driver analyst Charlie Ante, take you everywhere from F4 to the NTT IndyCar Series weekly, talking to the stars and the experts so you get the full picture. Inside Open Wheel, catch it on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your fine podcasts today. Brandon Bockrath and myself, Michael Palmer, interviewed Nathan Meske about his recent adventure down to Florida to compete in the Danger Ranger 9000. Today, uh, Brandon and I are speaking with Nathan Meski, uh, who is a member of Sports Club of Rockford and Madison and runs in their autocross series in D-Race. And Nathan, you won the championships this year in the Goblin? Yep. I won them both. Yep. Excellent. How, how, did the, how did the season go juggling both series? Uh, it went pretty well. Sometimes the they overlap, so I have to pick which one to go to, but usually there's enough events that I can make them both. Excellent. Excellent. Now we're going to be talking with Nathan about uh, his Danger Ranger uh, racing down in Florida. But first, I wanted to get the Goblin out of the way because that is a quite the car. So when it came to the Goblin, how did you get wrapped up in uh, doing a project like that? You know, I don't know. Um, I wanted to move on past the G8 that I was autocrossing because it just wasn't very competitive. It was a lot of fun, but it wasn't competitive. I was looking at getting an S2000 and then the Goblin just came up in front of me and I just had to have it. So I pulled the trigger and we built it and it's a ton of fun. Nice. Now what is like the power to weight ratio with something like that? I mean, it looks really, really sick. Oh yeah. It makes almost 300 wheel horsepower. Um, and it's about 1500 pounds. So it is quick, very quick. <laughs> That's almost like a, my background's oval racing with like midget cars. That's like taking a midget car to a road course. <laughs> <laughs> like four, you know, three hundred, four hundred horsepower in like a thousand pound car. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that's, I, that's, I, I love watching them slide it around. I've been in almost all the Madison autocrosses this year, so I, I definitely saw a few of his spins as well. It's yeah, tough, it, tough it's thing. It comes around quick. <laughs> now, what on a project of the kind of that scale was it? Like a kit you purchased, and then you put on some different components, or you know, how does yeah. one go about doing a goblin? It's a kit car that it's a very good kit that they put together. Um, it's everything you need that isn't off the Chevy Cobalt. I just managed to change almost everything on the car before it was built. So it really raised the price on that, but I just wanted to build it and make it how I wanted it and just went for it. Now, what kind of adjustments did you change? Oh, cause I know, I know with Cobalt SS is cause I think that's what it's kind of based on. Those are getting hard to find as well. And at least parts yeah. like good Nick. Um, what yeah, did you kind of like modify, did, like add on, or you know what makes um, it different? Well, I I upped the boost, smaller pulley on the supercharger, bigger injectors, valve springs. I wanted to rev it higher. Now it revs to about eighty five hundred RPM. Um, wheels and tires 
brakes, just upgraded everything while I was in there. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. So do you have plans to run that again next year? Oh, yeah. Yep. And I want to take it to high-speed autocross next year, too, now that I'm finally getting the car dialed in and I feel a lot more comfortable Ooh. behind the wheel. Well, I well, well, then. I, I like that. It Just should be legal. With it. Yeah. As long as you have the arm restraints, you're good to go. Yep. Hey, I bought hey. those when I first got the car because I intended to take it high speed right away, but it just scared me too much. I had to get the car dialed in first and get comfortable behind the wheel. Excellent. Excellent. Well, it's just an awesome project. And I know you have some videos up for Danger Ranger and the Goblin, and it's What Club? W O T yep, uh, Club. Club. CL, you'll be on, on YouTube. Yep. Stands for Wide Open Throttle. Oh, nice. All right. So that's your channel. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So good deal. So yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now and it, it looks, it looks really, it really looks really cool. It looks like an awesome car. So <laughs> with that, then I guess that project wasn't enough for you. You decided <laughs> to build a Ranger to go down and race at what used to be DeSoto Speedway down in Bradenton, what well, I'm familiar with being from Florida. Um, that, uh, uh, was it Cletus McFarlane purchased? So how yeah. did you, how did this, uh, this whole journey start? Uh, he posted a video that he was having a race with four Rangers and he was opening it up to the public to race. And I said, yeah, I want to do that. You know? So I think registration went live at noon Eastern, which was like 11 o'clock here in the morning. I took that day off. I had all my ducks in a row. And when registration went live, I just went hard, got it in right away. And somehow I was accepted. And then we started building a Ranger. Now, what goes in a, a build such as such as that? You weren't allowed hardly any modifications. Engine had to be stock. Suspension had to be stock. So mainly we just replaced a lot of parts so that it would survive a race and took a lot of things out. We didn't need AC, heat, power steering, any of that stuff. We stripped everything we could. Most interiors gone. The hardest part was fixing the broken frame because we didn't know, notice that it was broken when we bought the truck. So we started tearing everything apart to replace it. And then whew, it's got a cracked frame. So we get, went in there and cleaned all that up, fixed all that. And that was, I think the hardest part was probably building the roll cage. I never built a roll cage before. We needed a four point cage and nobody wanted to touch it. So we just decided we're just going to go for it ourselves. And I think it worked out pretty well. Had a few people there actually copy our design when they saw our YouTube video. So I guess we did something right. Now, yeah, I was going to ask how the cage went. Yeah, we just bought a, a pre-bent hoop off Amazon. I just kind of took some basic measurements. They didn't even have measurements listed on Amazon. I just went off the package dimensions and hoping it would work. And it fit so well, we just cut it down because it was really tall. We just cut it down to fit in there and then just made some door bars and a, a harness bar. And it just it worked out really well. Nice, nice. So there were no tire restrictions. So what tires did you run? We ran Hoosier R7s. Uh, a lot of people ran circle track tires. I was skeptical running those because they're meant for actual circle track cars going really fast. And I knew we weren't going to be going fast. I didn't want to run Hoosier A7s because I was afraid we'd melt them down in 60 laps. So we went for the R7, which I think worked out really well for what we were doing. I was able to turn left and right on the track, which was nice because I could just scoot around everyone real easy. 
Well, yeah, with 40 cars, you had to do some dodging. So I, yeah. I saw I saw you get hit. I watched a couple of videos from the in-car, and I definitely saw you get a couple bed taps there. So yep, I didn't even feel those. I, I was just <laughs> on a mission. <laughs> so um, going over some of the photos, I mean, how long did it take to build the uh, the uh, your version of the uh, Danger Ranger? I think most of it we had done in about three, four weeks. It was just weekends. Okay. It wasn't too bad. It was a lot of hours, but we got it done pretty quick. Was that the original paint color? Did you just polish yeah. it up? Yeah, I just buffed the hell out of it. Yeah, it looked good. I knew they were going to have the new lights installed, so I wanted it to shine under the lights. <laughs> good deal, good deal. Yeah, it's a blue truck, number 88. Yeah. And for anybody that wants to look at the build progress and some race highlights, go again, go to Wild Wide Open Throttle Club. Um, as a WOT club as a YouTube station. And then also Cletus McFarlane has, I'm sure has everything uploaded as well on his. Yeah, I think it's still on the live stream, but in a week or so it'll probably be on his second YouTube channel for free for anyone to watch. So as you guys packed up and went down there and also again, thank you for the uh, marketing on the rear tailgate for sports circle of Rockford. I like yeah. that. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, what was the atmosphere like of getting down there? Like, how crammed was the paddock? Was was there a lot of activity? Because it looks like there was drifting, spectator drags, and all kinds of other promotional things. Yeah, they did a pretty good job of separating it. We got down there on Thursday. They allowed us to practice on Thursday, so we got there pretty early. There was only about a dozen trucks there for practice, though, so it wasn't too chaotic on Thursday. We got all of our stuff set up. They let us leave it there um, overnight. We didn't have to pack it up and take it with us to the hotel or anything, so that was convenient. And then for the drift night, they didn't allow the Ranger drivers back in the pit. So they were, we, sep we were separated quite a bit. Um, they had the other end of the paddock down there, which was probably pretty cramped for them. But then Saturday rolled around and the rest of the Rangers showed up. And in the pits down there are pretty big. So it wasn't too bad until about halftime of the race when everyone started running around. It got pretty chaotic then. I haven't been able to see the race in full yet, but how, how was the, uh, how was it with the 30 Rangers on a 60 lap race? It, it was crazy. There were so many different tire combinations out there too. Like a lot of street tire guys just sliding all over the place. And then there's the slick guys with, you really had to judge every truck that you came up on differently. Like watch them for a lap, see how they're going. How are you going to pass them in the next corner? It was, it was crazy, but it was a lot of fun. So, so it looks like it was it like a random pill draw for qualifying. Like, how did you? How did they figure out who was going to start where? Um, they said it was a random uh, assignment of start position, which we knew about back in August. They sent out the start position a week before the race was supposed to take place the first time, which was August sixteenth. But when the hurricane rolled through, it got postponed two months but they didn't change the start order. So the whole time we knew we were starting in last place. Oh, wow. Okay. So you came all the way up from the field, last yeah, place, yeah. all the way up through. Now, if you want a spoiler alert for people that haven't seen it, where did you finish? I finished in fourth, but all that's right. after leading the most laps and having the fastest lap overall. What was your, what was the fastest lap overall? 19.5 uh, seconds or something like that. And it's a three eighths mile. You guys were, were hauling pretty good there. Stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you went faster than the Crown Vicks even. Yep. Wow. 
<laughs> was that your first major wheel-to-wheel action, Nathan? Yeah, I've never wheeled a wheel before. I mean, we've had the Sugar River karting events, but that does not even come close to comparing. So I've never done wheel-to-wheel. I've never done circle track. I just went for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. You're going to come over and do some council wheel-to-wheel now? Oh, yeah. I got to find a car, but I want to do more wheel-to-wheel. Well, we may, could we use the truck? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you you know, that's one thing we got to look at. Maybe we could just squeeze it into a, you know, a main category and get it out I mean, there. We've, we've had that NASCAR truck out there before, so I'm sure if he lowered it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Aaron. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So overall, like how, how long was the whole journey and trip? Were you down there for like a whole week or? We left Wednesday morning and got back Monday morning. Okay. So that was a lot of driving. We thought it was going to be about a 19 hour drive and we weren't even close to that. Uh, the way down, it took us almost 27 hours to get there. So that was a lot. And then on the way back, we hit a deer and that mm-hmm. added nine hours to our journey. So I think the way back, it took us about 32 hours to get home. How, how what happened there? Is anything wrong with it? Cause it looks like you were towing with the conversion van and the truck and the trailer. Yeah, what, uh, bought a what conversion van just for this trip. And then my wife was driving. It was about 3.30 in the morning. I'm sleeping in the back. I hear some F-bombs being dropped and then a thud. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what did we hit? You know, it didn't feel like a deer. It, it felt like we ran over a tire or something. Mm. And she's like, no, we hit a deer. And then it was smoking real bad. So we pull over and sure enough, the radiator just dumped all of its fluid. The front end was pretty messed up. We called around. No tow company wanted to mess with it because we were pulling a trailer with a car on it. Um, so we decided, let's just unload the Ranger off the trailer and pull the van to the local auto parts store. And when they open, let's try to fix this thing and get home. Oh, wow. How, long, so, how far were you from the auto parts store? Um, about 20 miles. Okay. So that wasn't terrible. Not terrible. The Ranger struggled a little bit. Yeah. But- it got it done because a ranger pulling a van, pulling a trailer is a bit trailer. Much. That's a lot of weight that was they weren't designed for. Yeah, it was. It couldn't really get us up to speed. So I'd start the van, drop it into drive, get us up to speed, put it back in neutral, and shut it off. And then the ranger just had to maintain speed. Oh man, I'm glad you guys are okay. Jeez, yeah, that's, that's that a, yeah. Great. I've been through hitting animals like that, and so I'm sure Brandon has too. You know, poor Wisconsin. No, the animal hit me. Okay. Oh, so it ran into you. It okay. ran into the side of my car. I dodged it. She hit me, and then she ran off. It was a hit and run. <laughs> wow. When was that? Well, actually, four years ago last week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it happens when they're, like, in the rut right now, I think. You know, it's at, at that time of year. So that's crazy. So any Great word. Story. It's, it is. <laughs> any word from uh the group down in florida if they're going to do this again not officially yet during the driver's meeting he said they want to do it again but i haven't heard since the race you know how it went it seemed to go pretty well i don't think there was any major issues i think they were concerned with people turning into a demolition derby and stuff but i didn't really see that there was there was some hitting and a couple people got turned on their side but yeah you only rolled two trucks you know that's pretty good i think they'll do it again Wow, that's awesome! That that that's quite the experience. And then you rope yeah. in the the instant coming back and and uh, the you know with the short build time. That's 
that's you guys did an awesome job and you did a really great job from last to fourth and yeah, the fastest absolutely. laps and yeah that's you did a really great job yeah i got uh, to first place before halftime i think it took me about 20 laps to get up to first place which is i think is pretty impressive mm-hmm. i passed so, 36 trucks to get there yeah and so did they do like a halftime like a 20 minute session and then they started up again or like yeah, was we had a pitting or we had a 10 minute break. They allowed us to go in the pits, uh, try to cool ourselves off, change tires if we wanted to pretty much do anything you wanted. As long as it wasn't against the rules. Um, we didn't bring extra tires or anything. We didn't know we were going to allow to go back in the pits. We thought the 30 and 30 was just, you know, pull back in line and park for a little bit, but now they let us go back in the pits and do whatever we wanted. So we just changed batteries on the GoPros. I got some water. We changed out my ice packs, try and keep cool because man, it was hot down there. And then we got right back out there and kept going. Excellent, excellent. Good deal, good deal, man. It's a it's a heck of a story. I'm glad <laughs> you were able to pull it off. And uh, yeah, you'll have to let us know if they're going to do it again next year. Oh yeah. And if they did, would you bring the same truck or would you just do a yep. fresh build? No, no, we're going to use the same truck. That's got to go back for redemption run. Right. Okay. I got you. Is there any kind of things maybe you would do different that you're able to tell us on air that you might would change setup wise or like, you know, you know, basic setup wise or, or you know, we thought you... about it, but I don't know that we want to change it because it works so well. Yeah. If you got a fastest lap, you know, something yeah, set up, it, right. It was working. We'll probably go through it again. Maybe change out some more bushings and stuff just to make sure the truck will survive another 60 laps but it wasn't getting hot or anything our cooling system worked very well um probably fresh set of tires the only thing that we really need to change which messed up the race for us is the steering wheel so that is number one on the priority list new steering wheel what kind of wheel do you have well um it's one of those smooth and it's not wood but it's I don't know what they're even made out of. It was a terrible decision. We had it sitting around. So we put it in the truck during our test day. Um, I'm like, well, my gloves have grip on them, so we'll be fine. But the problem was I started sweating through the gloves and then the steering wheel got really slick. Oh, well, I wasn't plus it's, it's super humid down there. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I, I can see that. Okay. So that really, I, towards the end of the race, you can see my lap time slowing down because I couldn't hold on to the steering wheel anymore. I have another question. Were you one of the rare step sides down there? Yeah, there was a few, but we there were one a of few. them. Okay, because yep. you don't see that that often. No, no, we got... Especially on a Ranger from back in the day. We had to have that truck when we saw it. So we drove the <laughs> plane to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so w- w- was it a nor- where did you pick it up at? Was it a northern or southern or? Uh, it's Fort Wayne, Indiana. So oh, okay. Drove, uh, four and a half, five hours to pick up the truck, which seems kind of ridiculous to pick up a Ranger, but we had to have that one. The color was awesome. The body looked great. It was a step side. It was the V6, you know, two wheel drive, single cab. Like it was, aside from being the smaller V6, it had everything else we wanted. Nice, nice. And the only thing weird was the crack frame that you guys had to fix. Everything else was good on it. Yeah, we didn't even notice that when we picked it up. We got home and then we went, ooh, that's not good. Nice. All the body mounts were pretty much gone. We replaced all of those. Just mostly just fixing what was wrong with the truck was most of the time spent on it. 
Okay. So I'm looking at your Dino Day video here, and what is the monster truck next to your truck? Um, if you're familiar with the Whistling Diesel YouTube channel, he destroys a lot of trucks, and he became quite popular for it. And that was his very first truck, and he turned it into a monster truck, if you will. Um, and then that got destroyed while they were filming a music video for a famous country music singer. I don't remember his name. Um, so they decided they're going to make it even bigger. So they built that massive truck and then had it shipped to Dan's diesel performance in, uh, I believe it's in McChesney park. Well, I'm not sure where it's at. It's Northern Illinois. Um, we decided that's local. We need to go to that. We were going to take the goblin and put it on the dyno, but it rained that morning. So we went, well, let's just take the Ranger, which I think worked out pretty swell. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that truck is high, too. It's oh, higher yeah. than a regular monster truck. Like, you have the monster truck tires, but it's like a whole nother level up. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. How do they even get into something like that? Did you? They climb up oh. onto the axle, then onto the tire, then onto the fuel tanks, and then walk across to get in. Oh, my. It's wild. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you've had quite the year, sir. Two oh, championships yeah. and one in the sports truck club of Rockford, one in Madison sports truck club and autocross and D race. And you went down to the danger ranger race in Bradenton and dang near won it finished fourth oh, from last. Yeah. So I, I think that is a heck of a year, sir. Yeah. It's going to be a part <laughs> one the top, but we'll try again next year. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Keep us updated on what's going on and yep. we'll be excited to see the goblin on the track next year for um, track days and timing and, and uh, time trials. And also let's try to get that Ranger on the road course, huh? Yeah. we got to do something. I need more wheel to wheel. Cause that was, that yeah. was a ton of fun. I'm not a big circle track guy. I want to go to Blackhawk and do some wheel to wheel. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you again for uh, coming out and letting us interview you and uh, yeah. good luck. Good luck here in this off season. Thank and you. Uh, we'll see you here uh, for 2022. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you. Thank you.